the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of the Rescuers Radio Show. Uh, The Rescuers Radio Show airs every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And then it goes into the podcast stream where you'll find uh, this show eventually and then all of the shows. And you can go to our website as well, uh, uh, org. Yes, we are a nonprofit, and we're a, we're a listener-supported ministry, and there's a place to donate if you ever want to do that. So anyway, I'm really thrilled to have as my guest today somebody that I've known for a long time. We never really hung out together or <laughs> knew each other, uh, you know, very well, but I know that uh, for years and years, Carrie Pena was on local TV for like 20 years with Channel 3 or something like that. Yeah, they, they put me on the air before I even graduated college. <laughs> yes. Well, I kind of snuck nice. on the air. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, well, you've done so many things. You're the founder and CEO of Inspired Media 360. What a, you know, that's a new language for, for us now, isn't it, in, yeah. our, in our society? Yes. And also co-founder uh, of Center of Positive Media and co- a co-creator of Good Morning Sunshine yes. and even more. Yes. But before we dive down into that, I want you to tell our audience so they get to know you a little bit. Uh, tell us how you got to this point in your life. What's Aww. your backstory like? Well, thank you so much for that kind introduction. And it's so great to be here with you in your studio and with all of your listeners. I really appreciate the invitation. Uh, journalism has always been on my heart. Since I was 16 years old, I wanted to be a journalist. And the reason being that I believe in telling stories. I believe in the power of the human spirit. And I've always believed in that since I was a young girl. And so I come from a family. My grandfather came to the United States from Spain. And um, he was an orphan. And he became a heart surgeon. And that side of my family is all in medicine. But I realized very quickly that medicine was not for me because of my math and science were not my strong points. <laughs> but I was quite good at, at English and public speaking and learning and history, and I am a lifelong learner. So I set on a course to become a journalist, and I was uh, extremely blessed to find out. I, I grew up in Los Angeles, oh, wow. and I found out about the Walter Cronkite School being one of the best in the country. And I was extremely blessed to get to that school and to realize my dream 
that was journalism. And so I worked for the newscast at the Cronkite program and uh, Channel 3 brought me on as an intern and I snuck on the air as many times as possible <laughs> yeah. while I was still an intern. And I don't even know that they realized at the time that I was actually an intern. They all thought I was just working there. And that that was the beginning of my career nice. as, a, as a news reporter and and then later um, a main anchor and uh, the host of our political show and also – I headed up, uh, co co-headed up uh, the investigative unit. <laughs> oh, that's, nice. that's that's where the fun is, right? Yeah. Well, it was fun at times and a lot of lawyering at times, yeah. which can be a little frightening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't say that, or you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I know the drill. So um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, and you, being a graduate of Cronkite School, yeah. should know this or may know this. I don't want to put that on the spot, but do you know how? Uh, that building became the Cronkite building. Do you know how they attracted him? Oh, gosh. I, you know what? I would love to hear that story because I don't know. It's real simple. When Cronkite retired from CBS, he was tr- the trusted man, most trusted man in America on Time magazine and never gave an opinion on anything. He gave you the facts. It's up to you to develop your own yeah. opinion, right? Everybody would love to have a piece of him around the country. Why ASU? It's because they're the only ones that asked. Oh, wow. Isn't there a story there? There's a story there. Yeah. Yes. And a lesson. There's a lesson there. Yes. They reached out and and asked. Yes. And, and, of course, it depends on who's making the asking. And they were rather famous media people here in, in Phoenix. Yes. But. That's his answer. Wow, I love that. <laughs> anyway, let's. Uh, I, I want to go. Um, I'm going to start lightly with you. Okay. I'm going to talk awards and Emmys and. Oh, so nice. Let's get that stuff out of the way. <laughs> no, you, 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 uh, you uh, had uh, an Emmy. Yes. For a TV personality and what else? So you know, I've, I've been fortunate. I've won quite a few awards. Um, I would think the Emmy that I'm most proud of is actually for what we call a docu-series that I produced. And it actually had um, to do with a young girl, if I remember correctly, she was 17 at the time, and she was choosing to become a cloistered nun. Mm. And so the diocese gave us special access to the process. And that was actually one of the most impactful stories of my career because we followed along with her journey, and she had such a deep devotion to God. And as you know, becoming a cloistered nun, you go away from your family. And so we were given beautiful access to the story um, in a very raw way. That's the kind of journalism that I like. I like journalism that is just telling the real story. So her family was happy, but, but also... Very sad, you know, yeah. because they were, in a way, giving their daughter to God. Yes. And so we were given access to document that story, and I won an Emmy with uh, one of my wonderful photographers, Todd Martin, for that story, and I'm, I'm very proud of that. So thank you so much for asking about that award. Nice. And uh, so now uh, you're the founder of Inspired Media 360. Yeah. And you have uh, you have uh, other branches like Center of Positive Media, Good Morning Sunshine, <laughs> podcasts. I have a lot media, going on. Art. <laughs> international connections. So let's start with uh, Inspired Media 360. Yeah. 
So a few years back, I felt that um, I had checked all of the boxes for myself in local news. Um, As I said, I was so grateful for the career that I had been given um, and that I had worked really hard for. And a lot of people, when I made the decision to leave local news, were like, are you crazy because you now have ascended to the top job? So what are you doing? Um, But I always follow... I follow God. I follow my instincts. Good place to start. And I, and I really, I don't react based on fear for what I'm going to do in my life. So I knew that I had checked those boxes because I had been given these positions in local news at a young age. So I had covered elections. I had covered a lot of breaking news. I was one of the main breaking news reporters. I had traveled. And so I really started to take a look at what can I accomplish here? Mm-hmm. At the same time, I also started to really take a hard look at I have this following, um, a pretty large a social media following and such loyal folks who have followed me in my news career. And I really wanted to look at what can you do with that? Mm-hmm. How do you make it matter more? Yeah. And I was studying the media landscape and looking at the data and I thought, you know, In the digital world, these stories are getting a lot of views. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there was a change in the viewing patterns for, you know, traditional television. So I thought, let me go out into this more independent journalism role. And so I created Inspired Media 360 um, based on the idea that I could create media that is focused on the strength of the human spirit. Now, these are not always good news stories, right? right. It's not. Exactly. It is about how we get through the bad news yes. and what we do next. Because I was always so inspired when I would cover a terrorist attack or a um, a, a fire that has ripped through a community. What what I really had to think about was when I interviewed these people, it was not just the reaction in the moment. It is how do you rebuild? Mm-hmm. Well, and individually, how do you build, rebuild, yes. right? Because uh, it's, it's what have we experienced th- with the pandemic? Yes. The spikes were suicide, addictions, uh, domestic violence, uh, all of the above, right? Yeah. And so you add that to the, the other things, the fires, the whatever, right? All of those things, any type of tragedy or yeah. trauma. Yeah. You know, what is intriguing to me is about how truly strong we are as human beings, especially folks who have faith and whatever that faith may look like for each of us individually, how that can carry you through in such a beautiful way. And I just believe that I could tell more stories. Um, It's hard with local news. And this is I love local news and I think it is so, so important. But, you know, there's a recipe. So there's only so much of a story we can tell. And I just found myself really wanting to tell more of the story. And I thought, I'm perfectly positioned to do so. And so I started by building out a branch of podcasts. And I found really a lot of people reacting to those stories. And now we build up a series podcasts. We have uh, multiple series that we produce for other folks. My own podcast called The Next Chapter. 
I have a production facility and now two production facilities, and we continue to build in the video production and content creation space. But I go where the people are. So I look at what is the media that needs to be made? Is it a docu-series? Is it web TV? Is a live streaming show? Is it a TED Talks type series? You know, how do we get get more solution-driven media out into this space. Yeah. So my my guess is when you say that you had no fear to go down that road, I think you, you had a lot of trust. I had trust. And so I don't want to give myself too much credit. I'm not saying that I... I it, it's scary. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, it's scary because... But you trusted God with that. I trusted... I've always trusted my intuition. Yeah, there you go. And I have always trusted, you know, I am named after a shrine town in Ohio called Cary, Ohio. And if folks look that up, it is a place where people come from all over the world to worship. And in particular, I am very drawn to Mother Mary. So I do a lot of Mother Mary meditations. And so anytime I was feeling personal fear... I do those meditations and I just continue to step forward because I think the greatest leaders in our world are the ones who can walk into that fear and walk to the other side because that's where the bigger, powerful things happen. And we've learned that through the Rescuers radio show. Yes. And and then when when we were talking about, we have a commonality, I think, and, and I think that's part of that. But um, And I love what you're doing with your radio show, by the way. <laughs> Congratulations to you because telling these stories is so powerful. Yeah. Uh, and they're all on our website, by the way. If anybody wants to go hear the, every one of them is, is on the website at rescuersradioshow.org. Uh, but um, so you have you have branches of one thing you're learning about streaming podcasting is the fact that that you're no longer just in Phoenix. You're right. worldwide. Oh, it's international. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned that on this show, we had a call. I did a, a, a show with a CEO of a local nonprofit in the, in the addiction recovery world. And we, there was a call the next day from Australia yes. saying that we want to know more about that. Netherlands. Yeah. I mean, it's you never know, right? Well, story t- storytelling. Yeah. There's no boundaries to that. Right. We had a group yesterday who came to visit us. Um, this is sponsored by the U.S. State Department. And this is a group of broadcasters from all over the world, journalists from all over the world, successful folks in their nice. own countries, yeah. someone from Nigeria. I mean, just it was so incredible. And they wanted to know about specifically about how I was continuing as an independent journalist to make space and tell stories that are positive focused and that are solution driven and how they can do more of that in their countries. Because journalism, as you know, and you've been an advocate for, it is it is so important, right? But I also don't believe, just me humbly myself, as a journalist, I don't think that it should be my opinion. I think it should just be, I'm a vehicle to tell <laughs> the story. Yeah. I'm, I want to be there to let all sides talk. And when we stop talking, we're in grave danger. So you've hit on something that everybody wants. That's why it's become so popular, Mm -hmm. the positive side, Um, instead of the same, same, right? Um, I love the media myself because I've been in it for 50 years. You have, yes. So uh, I I have a, it's, it's a great part of my life. 
but let's talk about some of these other things. My goodness, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Um, by the way, if you've turned in, uh, tuned in late to this rescuer's radio show episode, uh, Carrie Pena is my guest, founder and CEO of Inspired Media 360, also co-founder of Center of Positive Media, co-creator of Good Morning Sunshine. I like the, the hell it reads. Thank you. And more. And um, so... We're continuing that conversation, and uh, you just hit on something, an international connection. Mm. How did that come to you through they, the State Department? I, I mean, again, these are God's blessings manifesting every day. Well, I can't believe the people <laughs> that reach out to me, um, you know, major broadcast executives asking us, what are you guys doing over there in Phoenix? <laughs> what, how are you making all this stuff happen? Is that, I don't know. Can we see your business plan? My business plan is just do what I think is right. <laughs> that's why that's probably not. I know all of you business folks out there are like, good Lord, I hope she's got a better plan than that. <laughs> but that has served me well. Um, but no, we, we got an email from um, a spokesperson for this particular program and said, we're interested in what you're doing there. I have had emails from the former former executive producer of the Today Show. I have had emails from very high-level people in, in our industry. It is just because I think it's not about me. It is because I wanted to create something that was authentic. And I, I only take on projects. So we do a variety of things. We create content. Um, we create shows that we think are needed. And I also work where some organizations will come to me. For instance, I work with Gateway for Cancer Research. Okay. And they'll come to me and say, how can we share our story in a more authentic way? How can we humanize this research? Can we come to you to help us storyboard that? So I call that applied journalism. Yeah. I don't do any PR. I don't do any marketing. I only stay in my lane, and that lane is journalism and content creation. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And staying in that inside that boundary is power, right? It is. Uh, I, I think some of the great business leaders that I've interviewed over the years, I try to like remember all of these things that they say to me on the interviews, right? And I try to take the sum total of the smartest things I've heard. <laughs> and one of those things is, you know, know what your strengths are. Yeah. And understand what your weaknesses are. Absolutely. And so if you go where your strengths are, that's where you find success yeah. and keep leaning into that. My strength is uh, authentic storytelling. My strength is caring about others as human beings. Yeah. And so those those strengths have served me well. And so um, during COVID, we actually had it was incredible because I had a broadcast facility. And what ended up happening was a lot of nonprofits that had to totally scrap their events, which they rely on for that annual once a year <laughs> opportunity yes. to raise all the money they need for for their organizations. They had to start canceling those, as, as everyone knows. Yeah. And I was actually sitting in my studio with the leadership team from Phoenix Children's Hospital, the CEO. Mm -hmm. I was scheduled to emcee their event. This was the day that COVID was moving through Italy and the news was breaking. And he looked at me and he said, this something's really going bad here. Yeah. And he said, what should we do? And I said, well, we could turn your event into a TV show. Um, and so I produced something for Phoenix Children's Hospital that ended up being very successful for them. And then from there, we went to Valley Wise Health and then the floodgates opened. So we produced, I think, 30 or 32 programs, including for national organizations like St. Jude. And what we would do is we would live stream 
Some of them I hosted from the studio. But the key is that we showed a lot of the organizations the power in all of that is telling the story, yeah. right? A nonprofit event is more than just folks um, showing up to, you know, like greet one another and have some great food, maybe some great wine. <laughs> it's more than that. It is what yes. are you there to do? What are you accomplishing? If you're a cancer organization, what are you doing? If you're a research organization like TGen, what are you doing? Let's let's tell tell people that story. And so we had a lot of success in that space. And that actually got a lot of national attention, how we were building out those hour-long shows. And I will tell you that I believe 90% or better, I want to make sure my stats are right here, um, raised at as much money, if not more, during those live streams than they did during their in-person events. Nice. So it's caused a lot of them to rethink, do we really need a huge gala? Yeah. Or maybe we scale it down. We have a more intimate dinner. you know. And so we were able to do a lot of things, Art, that were innovative. Yeah. And so when we talk about not being afraid, I was in a space that we were creating as we, as we were going along. Yeah. I was getting frantic phone calls <laughs> from CEOs like, we need your help. Yeah. We need you to produce this to stream this and, you know, to host it. So, and there was a lot riding on that because they needed those funds. But then I just kept praying and saying, you know what? I know I have the knowledge to be able to put these shows on. And I also have the heart that I want these people to be able to succeed in their efforts. And what great lessons were learned during the pandemic, you know, when person to person uh, events were shut down. Yes. They, they couldn't raise the money they needed, but they found a way through you to make that happen. Me and, and, and there are several other folks. So I don't want to yeah. by any means right. make it sound like it was just me. There was several other oh. folks that it did a great job. It opened up the job. whole digital world. Correct. Right? And I think it's beautiful to see, you know, when we when we innovate, yeah. you know, you can sit during a, a time like the pandemic and go, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what are we going to do? Or you can think, what are we going to do? This show started uh, right at the beginning of, of the pandemic. So you're an innovator. We never missed a show and never missed a, missed. And there were actually the opportunity was there's more people on on top of that pandemic that were becoming heroes. Yes. And, and, and talking about their own issues of what they needed to to do to get to, from A to B. And, there are so and, many heroes yeah. out there, Art. Yeah. There are so many heroes. And yeah. that was one of the things that I always thought about. You know, if we would tell a story on the news about, you know, gosh, we've covered so many things. But, you know, like say you have a carjacking or something terrible that happens. The number of people that pull over, that want to see, how can I help? What can I do? What, you know, we, you know, we've covered, you know, live on the air where a car flips over and Phoenix fire is trying, you see people stop their cars and run. I believe yeah. at the core of who I am as a human being, that there are way more good people out there than there are bad. It's just a lot of times the bad is louder and doesn't that set aside all the politicizing? <laughs> and and I am it's a very, I'm a centrist, yeah. right? And I, I want to hear, I think we need to all talk yeah. and respect, you know, respect yeah. one another's points of view. We are inside four minutes. This, this is flying by, isn't yes. it? But it's fun, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is going so I beautifully. Have a, I have a question uh, before, we, before we get to the last couple of minutes. But uh, you, speaking about health care, you were helping others in global health crisis 
Um, where was that and, and what was that? So I work a lot now in the mental health space um, mm-hmm. because I identified that was an area that I felt there was a lot of um, need. Huge. And so my former co-anchor from the news, Brandon Lee, he was the main anchor on CBS, mm-hmm. wonderful human being. Uh, he decided, you know, during the last year and a half that local news also was, you know, not his forward facing path. He's an artist and his dream was to create a, a healing art program. Mm-hmm. He actually came now into my building and he has a very successful art healing program. And he works with recovering addicts. He works. We had a group yesterday that were, were sex traffic survivors. Um, we have an, it, it's so amazing to see the people that are coming into our space. And then Brandon and I teamed up to create a, a show that is on YouTube right now. And we just got a they came to us, um, Optum, Arizona, which is United Healthcare. Yes. Yeah. They wanted to sponsor us. So we created the show Good Morning Sunshine. And the focus of the show is all about mental health. Yeah. It is it is focused on really bringing a lot of trauma-informed care information. We do a lot of reporting on suicide prevention. We do a lot of reporting on children suffering from mental health crisis. But art, the key is it's not just about the what. It's about the how. You know, we can sit here all day long and I could read you statistics and say, you know, wow, this is so terrible. And these are the statistics. And but the key is, what do you do? We're inside two minutes in the program. (laughs) So I want to say um, how amazing it is to to get to know you and and talk about uh, subjects that everybody needs to hear. Oh, I appreciate Uh, it. They're all going to be uh, calling you, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, I, I try to respond to all. I try to respond to how, that. How can you be contact? How, how can you be reached? Oh gosh, you know. So anyone, you know, we have our our newest production facility, which you so graciously talked about, is a, a collaborative effort. It's called the Center for Positive Media. People can go to inspiredmedia360.com or the Center for Positive Media.com. Or honestly, if you just Google me, there's a whole bunch of information, <laughs> and you can you know tweet at me or get me on Instagram. I really try, um, along with my team, to respond to everyone. That's how I find out all the stories. Because I actually read what people write to me. So I see that, and then we respond, and we try to take action. Carrie Pena, you are a rescuer. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and so much. So uh, it's been a great blessing having you on the show. Thank you so much, and God's blessings for you. Thank you so much, Art. Thank you. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.